Welcome to Piss Chug, everybody. A monochrome sweatsuit, and I'm back again with Brother Brown and Hobbs. You've not seen us in a minute. We've been busy. A lot of things have been going on. The world has not stopped turning, and tonight we're going to make it just sit still for a moment. And guys, buckle up. It's full blast tonight. There's no slowing down. The whole time it's breakneck. Some of these stories are going to throw you out of your seat. Some of these stories are going to break your heart. Some of these stories are going to make you rejoice. Okay? So rejoice, hallelujah. Does that make you feel bamboozled? All that together? Does that make you feel the recipe for bamboozlement? Hell yeah. Well, I said, does that make you feel bamboozled? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so Bamboozle 2023 is a festival that uh, is supposed to be happening like May 5th through the something. And they have a really big lineup, including Flyleaf, Motionless and White, Papa Roach, Limp Biscuit, Callous Dowboys, Trippy Red, Palisades, huge thing. And really big deal. A lot of people are super excited about this festival, and there's one problem. It was canceled the week it was supposed to happen <laughs> this week. So uh, <coughs> May 5th through the 7th, Atlantic City... <coughs> was going to be lit up with oh, that sucks. a concert series that is now not going to happen because they didn't get their final permits. They, so they, they went through all the trouble of booking the bands. Bummer. Sold tickets. I bet you they sold VIP passes before they had the permits, Putting obviously. the cart before the horse. Mm, Big time. Classic cliche move here. Have you guys ever been to Atlantic City? Mm. Me neither. It's, uh, I've never been. I want to check it out, and I'm a little upset that me checking it out is not going to include Fred Durst. I'm saying, man, he could have gone to Bamboozle Fest. Papa Roach, um, which, can we, can we talk about Papa Roach for a moment? I'll go back to my other thumbnail. This hair, let's zoom in here. What's, uh, what's that? Check that out. Man. (laughs) Looks like if Mark Hoppus ate Tom DeLonge. (laughs) Have you seen, have you seen, uh, Next Level Chef? Uh, on on Hulu, I understand the premise, but I have not seen. Does this look like the the main chef? I'm, they have, I'm guessing they have a chef on that show named Richard Blaze. This guy's known for like the <laughs> wave in his hair. So like, I'm trying to find one that's even accurate. Like, I just I have to A and B them. We got to get his yeah, dude. Like, talking like, look at that. You there's there's Richard Blaze. He's got that flip going. You know, see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think the singer of Papa Roach would be really riser. insulted that he was <laughs> compared to Chef Blaze. Well, guys, Papa Roach isn't going to be playing neither any of these bands because festival organizers were grabbing for the cash before they'd turn to their paperwork. Never gets old. <laughs> nice. We're like 20 seconds. No, we're Another. farther than that, but still. Three minutes. Yeah, three yeah, minutes with the robot. That's not bad. Which is, you know, it's expected, but Limp Biscuit, Bad Omens, fin- Finch. I don't. Finch. That was when there were bands. There's Atticus, and then At- there was Finch. Yeah, you're right. Atticus was like a label or something, and then, or maybe not. I don't I know. I think if there it was were just both band. bands. There's oh, Atticus okay. and Finch, because the, evidently To Kill a Mockingbird and hardcore music go hand in hand. Harper Lee, shout out. <laughs> Like, Wasn't I, that her name? I think I think that is it. Yeah, and she appeared in the film adaptation of the movie. Herself? 
Yeah, must, much much like S.E. Hinton that wrote The Outsiders. That movie was written by a woman, and it was written by a woman that played the nurse at the end when Ralph Macchio is dying in the hospital. Oops, spoiler. <laughs> so, that's a good one. Have you guys seen that? I have not seen The Outsiders. No. Yeah, can we look? I mean, we know Bamboozled's completely canceled. You watched it on your phone. <gasps> I, can we watch the trailer of The Outsiders? Yeah. All right. is it, can we digress? How old are we familiar? talking? 80s? I'm familiar, old. but never have seen it. Old. We're about, we're about to get into an Outsiders tangent. Uh, what's up with The Outsiders trailer? 1983 It's the original year. So here we go. I'm already hyped with this music. The WB frog just comes out of nowhere. Pony boy. <laughs> Dallas. Johnny. Young Ralph Macherry. Soda Pop. Rob Lowe. Daryl. <laughs> Patrick Swayze. Two bit. Steve. This is a star studded cast. Leif Garrett. Holy fuck. Trailers have come a long way. Yes, they have. All the intensity, all the excitement, all the emotions of you. Just throwing around. The outsiders. So the whole trailer is literally just some dudes walking down the street and just saying the character names Pony Boy, Soda Pop, Bobby. Like, so. I personally am really on Outsiders kick, but yeah, Essie Hinton, she's a nurse in that movie. Uh, when Ralph Macchio is dying, <laughs> that's all I'll say. I don't want to ruin it because I think who's we. Who's that? Ralph Macchio is the Karate Kid. No, no, no. That you said S.E. Hinton. S.E. Hinton. She is the author of The Outsiders. Oh yeah. All right. My bad. But The Outsiders, like a lot of the movie here, we'll just look at this because I feel like you need to understand what we're really getting into. The Outsiders perfected the art of the rumble scene what do you know about a good rumble scene what should be present in a good gang rumble fight like a baseball bat we're not talking melee or guns or anything uh, we're talking just, just a big brawl just a big brawl what are the conditions you need to see for I'm that a lot some of denim dudes. jackets i'm thinking some cut off vests i'm thinking some bandanas yeah, yeah. I'm thinking some water rock chains. music maybe playing yeah maybe some rock can we can we test and this bear in mind this must be the 50s so rock was not really you mm. couldn't really hear it readily available unless you were rich enough to own a car and uh, the, the outsiders is the greasers against the socias that's the classic uh it's it's the classic social battle we all face are you a greaser or are you a soch pony boy so let's check out the rumble and see if this passes y'all's litany test oh said right. you were a good kid oh shit let's start from the beginning I see denim already. I think we've got and some leather. Bonfire. I should have said bonfire. That's a good. You and the quiet kid were the ones that killed Soch, right? Yeah. Good going, kid. Curly always said you were a good kid. Curly's in the reformatory for the next six months. Here they come those damn Soches. Greaser's about to get some action. 
Think about the Goldilocks period they were in to be able to afford all these actors at one time to do a fight scene. They all were early. And the only person here that's peak is Swayze. That's it. No one else. Yeah, everyone else is yeah. starting out. So we have ominous music, but okay, wait, wait, guys, we're getting a good left to right shot. This is one of the things I wanted in a rumble shot. Is a really good left to oh, right. Yeah. Let's see the gang reveal. Down. Oh yeah. Oh, there's a leader. Swayze's the leader, huh? Yeah, hands down. Definitely. Tom Cruise sneering. Pre-Scientology Cruise still looking to fight. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of sat, a lot of cigarettes yeah, are present God. here. That, okay, there's the socias. I think there's one thing missing from this scene that we're about to get. By the way, that could just take this to the next level. Any guesses? Rain. Nailed it. I heard that thunder rumbling. I was like, oh, I'm about to get a rain brawl. <laughs> yeah. With an open fire going. Hello, Daryl. Long time no see. Oh, shit. Hello, Paul. About to get it. What's up? Cooking. I used to fight around together and play football. I'll take you. So you know a rumble ain't a rumble without me. Oh. Here we go. This is in just hard rain, right? And then some of these shots are with no rain. So you love you love that era <laughs> of edits. <laughs> well, they, they won't notice. So the guy that just got knocked down on the football jacket is actually best known for being on a VH1 series where he had to explain how he put his best friend in a wheelchair in a drunk driving accident. So this is one of the last roles he had before his career was ruined. Uh. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's a good brawl scene. I think this is how you do a brawl scene. Oh, okay. Uh. That was pretty decent there, Matt Dillon. Dumped him. Okay. And Matt Dillon, for context, is supposed to be fighting with a cast on his arm. So he's out there clocking people with a cast. <laughs> I was looking for Matt Damon the first time you said that. Because <laughs> I don't really know what Matt Dillon looks like in my head. It's, there's something about Mary. He's the guy with the teeth. Okay. You guys weren't prepared for this tonight. <laughs> I think the I think the greasers won this damn rumble. Take that, Leif Garrett. Don't drink and drive. <laughs> These guys were in khakis. I don't know what's going on here. And that's how you gain respect in the battle of the greasers versus the socias. You beat your way to the top so that you make sure Pony Boy's okay. There's your rumble scene. So Not I, bad. I wanted to warm you up with the rumble scene, guys, because it relates to our next story. 
Here we go. Guys, remember the band Crazy Town? You're my butterfly, sugar, baby. Remember that? <laughs> they had a meltdown this week on stage, yes. fighting each other on stage and, and kicking monitors. Yeah. You guys ready? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we warmed up with the rumble. Let's check out what happened with Crazy Town. Oh, God. Why couldn't we have been there? Uh, this is, oh, man, this is going to be so good. Here we go. Um, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you ready? I'm fucking ready. Let's go, boy. I'm get it, get it. If that motherfucker told me nobody's here. <laughs> oh, I love that guy. Yeah, <laughs> it's walking to find him. I love yeah. Drop the mic. Oh. I like that they're just looping it, by really? the way. <laughs> I'm not even mad at that. This is so uncomfortable. Okay, there's more, evidently. (laughs) There's evidently more. Um, Guitarist was gone. Yeah. Or I don't know what he was playing, actually, but he was gone. Just the drummer up there. Yeah, just holding it down. (laughs) I'm so mad at fucking Chicky right now. is this documentation dude what like who who documented this and was like this is how we're gonna present the fight i guess is he like bloodied up there it looks like <laughs> i can't even t- it's like uh. the tiktok reel is so insane i can't like, i can't even <laughs> the youtube video with the three loops per incident was kind of crazy too <laughs> <laughs> yeah like what is going on with the, the, Just the weirdest edits uh i'll see you try one more YouTube video. Yeah. Okay. We've got a, uh, uh, I think we've got another angle, everybody. 
this crazy ta- crazy town singers beat each other up after disastrous Myrtle <laughs> Beach show. Hell yeah, that's a good headline to have. Crazy Town vocalist Shifty Shellshock was involved in a physical altercation okay. with co-vocalist Bob. <laughs> it's like what yeah, he's already, already like hit him and okay, yeah, he's already hit him at this point. Which out of the two of them, I believe the other guy threw the punch. Just by looking at him, he seems like the one that would throw the first punch. The altercation reportedly went down in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Reeves <laughs> had to handle all of the vocals himself, with Shellshock not arriving until the end of the set. Footage posted by TMZ shows Shifty and Reeves right engaged there. in this physical altercation that apparently lasted minutes. But after the altercation, Reeves has taken to his Instagram to say that it was a fight between brothers and they are now all good. Bobby has since taken to his Instagram to post a video message to fans updating them in the wake of that altercation. What's up, everybody? Bobby from Crazy Town Level, <laughs> formerly of Edema. I'm in Houston right now. Pretty fountain behind me. Me and Chipty got in a little scuffle, but it's all good. We're brothers. Want to see? Bam. There it is. No big deal. Love y'all. So can I point something out? Is it any different than someone being in, like, I don't Dude, I don't know. Like, I thought one of the guys from this band died, and that's why they had the R.I.P. memorial thing behind them on the banner. There's literally, it says R.I.P., and then there's someone name on it. I don't know how I'd feel about being on tour and having to defend, like, violence accusations that's documented with me with a bloody face while I'm trying to honor the legacy of somebody. Like, this is, you've gone off the rails. If you're keeping this project going for the guy that's dead, park it. So... Uh, speaking of someone that should park it, we'll keep it moving. Uh, guys, we have an independent wrestler that tried to do a trick for a death match, and he set himself on fire. Oh, God. Damn. Well, yeah. it is called a death match. We have a graphic video that I'm going to show you guys to get your reaction. And oh, uh, just be prepared for what you're about to see. If you are sensitive of stomach, this is now a time to look away. Blowing uh, fire. Uh, oh! Poseidon's going to... No, Poseidon's he's on, on fire. fire. Oh, no. Poseidon's oh, no. on fire. Oh, no. Somebody we help it. We need help. Holy fuck. Stop, drop, and roll. Damn. Yeah, he really blew it with that. Stop, drop, and roll. So he's so committed to the bit, y'all, he, he wrestled the match still. Like after the burning thing? <laughs> Holy yeah. fuck. Yeah, he did the match. How did he get the fire out? Let's see. Let's the show. Dude, this looks like that. This looks like oh, that. That's probably how, how long. the ground's on fire. So let's yeah. talk about that out. <laughs> He's just walking around like, I got this, I got this. Dude, it's like, hold on, right here's like the opening scene from Smoke. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, the video looks so fast. That's great. <laughs> it's a, there we go. So yeah, the gimmick went wrong, and it went wrong, dirty Ron. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was, it was dirty wrong. Dirty wrong. Hey, man. Hell yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know what to think, think of this guy. This is a clown I'd actually probably be scared of. Yeah, that would be fucking wild if he was just out in the out in the garage. <laughs> Wearing those overalls. Um, so, yeah, he, uh, he. we have another angle. His whole face got engulfed. <laughs> It's like that one scene from Swamp Thing. Where he's like, um, oh, we have a graphic 
Uh, I don't know. Uh, if we, I don't think damn, we could, he wrestled with those Lord. burns like that. Yes, God. he had first and second degree burns. We won't. We won't uh, ruin everybody with the graphic photos. But uh, he is working on making a full recovery. But there are no plans for him to retire, despite this incredibly dangerous event. He's still ready to keep it incredibly filthy in Pomona, California. So, I thought you guys needed to know about the death match, and what are your thoughts on Dirty Ron and how this went down for him? <laughs> Dirty Ron. Why wasn't he dressed up in the clown garb? <laughs> That's a good question. I wonder if this was if this yeah. is just an advertisement, and the guy that we're talking about is named Masada. And if this is an advertisement, then let's say he did it right. <laughs> yeah. It's in California. Yeah. XPW Kill, Wrestling. California. XPW. XPW Wrestling. And this is Dirty Ron. Mm. Well, what else can we find out about Dirty Ron? Does he have a theme song or anything? <laughs> oh, this isn't good. Dirty Ron was fired from XPW after an arrest Whoops. at the end of last year, and he's already back with the company. <laughs> <laughs> so... He was fired because of a false imprisonment with violence and assault with force charge. So, yeah, no, that tracks. <laughs> that looks about right. <laughs> I believe them. Uh, see if we get any other fun photos or videos of Dirty Ron. Oh, yeah, this is a man that knows how to cut a photo. Dirty Ron. Oh, wait. Juice he, Pro Wrestling. He has a song. Oh, fuck yeah. Let's hear it. Well, well, well. Would you look at that? Juice Pro Wrestling has merch. Support the show. Oh, God, no. Oh, it's a podcast? It's a podcast. Okay. Okay. I can't. I can't. I'll edit that out. Okay. Um, that guy's voice, too, is... Um, okay, here we go. Now, this is what I'm talking about. Matchup. I need some dirty Look run. that ring. Whatever happens between the two bells, who knows? That's a big guy. He's Holy a lot fuck. larger than I thought he was going to be. Damn. <laughs> oh, he was standing on Tenants something. Okay. okay. <laughs> His hair makes me like, he's wily, dude. He's like the neighbor from Office Space, completely <laughs> unhinged. Yeah. There are light tubes that are shooting out throughout the ring and the ringside area. And who knows what kind of weapons lie underneath the ring. And how it Is that barbed wire? Yeah. As the ropes? <laughs> No, uh, okay, no, just normal okay. ropes, but he just had glass broken over his head. I'll pause it there because we'll get uh, we'll get we'll get red lit for all the dang mayhem that's going on in Nick Gage versus Dirty Ron McDonald. And for the record, everybody, the man holding the light bulb you see in this photo is the man that almost killed actor David Arquette when David Arquette tried to do an extreme death match. Uh, death match. Oh, that's him, huh? And he did it with Nick Gage, and Nick Gage didn't care that he was a celebrity, and he oh, about he stabbed him, him in the throat yeah, with a piece yeah. of glass. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty gnarly. Well, those things still hurt, by the way. Even though they break real easy, those UV bulbs, those whatever they're called, black light bulbs. And it's very dangerous for you to inhale. Yeah. The uh, white dust. The white yep. dust. There was a, a band that's legendary called Bad Luck 13 Riot Extravaganza. How do you know that? They were. Do you know about this? Mm -mm. Bad Luck 13 Riot Extravaganza is. Huffing. They were. They're outlawed. They were a band that was outlawed in many states. They've had many members incarcerated or die like issues have happened but at their shows they used to break these halogen bulbs on people's face in the audience oh yeah it's pretty out of control stuff uh if you look up bad luck and do you, here do you guys want to do a react that's i would never go to a show like that well 
Mm-mm. Bad luck. Thirteen riot extravaganza Hellfest. This is the video that uh, this is uh, from two thousand four. Um, here's what we're gonna let's check it out. I like the hot topic banner. <laughs> That'll work for that, sure. That always brings them yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone just shuts the fuck up. <laughs> the guy tried to break a plastic trash can on his head. <laughs> All right. Wa- okay, watch the bleachers. Keep your eyes on the bleachers. I mean, it is a melee, dude. It is pretty much a riot. Is this just at a school? They, yeah, this is it. This was hosted. Some school like rented the gym out for the weekend, and they did not know what they were signing up for. You know, like, sometimes I always think, like, if I could go back in time and warn people how crazy the future was going to get, they'd be shocked. But then I take glimpses of how weird 2004 was, and I'm like, actually, it was pretty weird. yeah, we were fucking priming her up. (laughs) Okay, someone threw a smoke bomb. We have a colorful smoke bomb on the floor. Oh, shit. The back of the room's going up. Okay, trash cans are being thrown. I'm going to fast forward some. You hear like moms in the crowd like, oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. Okay, here we go. The bleachers The bleachers start to go here. They rip the bleachers apart. Dude, you know, the, the moms are terrified. They don't know. They didn't know what they signed up to to bring their kids to this. now too dangerous for them to remain on the bleachers. Everyone's just jumping off now. Fast forward some more. <laughs> yep, there's the halogen light bulbs. The halogen light bulbs are out. Walk to my fucking <laughs> Yeah, here we go. Here we go. This is where it gets out of control. All right, they, they lose control of the room right here. One security guard is like, oh, oh, oh my god. Nailed. Did somebody get nailed right there? That guy got smacked. 
Poor little guy. So yeah, this is bad luck 13 Ryan extravaganza. It's a good time. Fucking hilarious. Yeah, man, 2004 was a hell of a place. Look <laughs> at this guy right here. Yeah, he's got one of them bulbs ready to smash. He's right, he looks like Bam Margera. <laughs> just like just like in his off hours, is like, hell yeah, dude, Hellfest is tight. Does it say where this was? This was in Pennsylvania, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got to imagine, like, a pissed-off principal is going to bust in at any moment, unplug the guitar amps, knock over all the drums... And be like, everyone out of the gymnasium. I think, all, well, the problem is they have all the kids they had on a watch list are rioting <laughs> in the gym at the same time. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, I like that. <laughs> he's, oh, look, he's pretty much airborne right here, right? His toes are off the ground. Skipping. So, yeah. Uh, that's Bad Luck 13 Ryan Extravaganza. I felt like y'all needed to... Oh, yeah, someone documented the end of it from a different angle. <laughs> they brought a rotting goat head with them to the oh, show. Oh, yeah, and this kid eats this it. This kid takes a bite of it, and they has to be sent to the hospital. So, actually, you know what? I will pause it there so we don't get flagged for all that, but... We just told you what happens. Yeah. So this band had a bad reputation. They're outlawed in many states, and they popularized the halogen light bulb, smash it on the crowd, oh, and people in the crowd kind of deal. Yeah, it's, it's like when you see it from this angle, too, like... <laughs> this does not look cool. This seems like if someone in, in, in like, a prison that had no oversight was like, want to go to a heavy metal concert in the prison later? <laughs> this is like what it would be like. I'm good. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Speaking of people that are all good and all set on things, Jada Pinkett Smith's Red Table Talk has been canceled, which, by the way, was a Facebook show. <laughs> it's a sh How do you cancel a, a show on your own account? So... I okay. It says Instagram. Uh, she and Jada Pinkett Smith announced the cancellation on Instagram. We are so grateful to have had such a beautiful partnership with Facebook Watch, and we are sorry to see the entire team disband. We wish everyone well in their new journeys to come. That's how you know it didn't end well with how she said it. Mm -hmm. We are sorry to see the entire team disband. Okay, she concluded. We at Red Table are in talks of finding a new home, and we'll see you soon. So, I I have a, the same questions you guys do. On Facebook Watch, how do you keep the crowd? Because you could just log off Facebook, and then you, well, how are you going to watch it at that point? You know. And then what she did is she actually pulled out all the stops by having uh, her life partner, husband, Will Smith, on the show, and she asked him in explicit detail about the affair she had on him, and that helped drive viewers up a bit, I'm sure. And then we all know what happened at the Oscars, so. Since then, do you think her numbers have probably dwindled? Yeah, yeah she yeah, needs a little tripled. more, a little more spice going on. Nothing tripled really. Off, yeah, yeah. Do we need to, a little reminder on the, the, this video's caption laying it all out? Should we do a little reminder on what it is to lay it all out? Yeah, the entanglement. You know, as time went on, I got into a different kind of entanglement. Mm -hmm. 
with August. One thing I want to get clear about and clean up, one of the things that was kind of swirling in the press about you giving permission, mm -hmm. which is, uh, you know, the only person that could give permission in, in, in that particular uh, uh, yeah. circumstance is myself. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But what August was probably trying to communicate, mm -hmm. because I could actually see how he would perceive it as permission because we were separated mm -hmm. amicably. Yeah. And you see that right hand boiling up. To make it clear that he's, he's getting primed for a slap. And he took it out on Chris. Hold on. Hold on. Can we go back to the... the uh, there's one telltale sign of someone being enraged to me that, like, you know how, like, sometimes someone's getting mad, people keep pushing the edge in the envelope? For me, the telltale that you've officially hit the nerve is when the lip involuntarily purses. <laughs> so I want you to watch Will's upper lip on this next thing. His upper lip has to compensate. Just check it out. It amicably. Yeah. And I think he also wanted to make it clear that he's not a homewrecker. Wait, I got to go and back. And receive it as Here we go. permission because we were separated mm -hmm. amicably. Yeah. And I think he also wanted to make it clear that he's not a homewrecker, mm -hmm. which he's not. You and I decided we were going to take our space and what happened. Yeah, and then I got into an entanglement with August. That's what I said. An entanglement? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A relationship. Yes, it was a relationship, absolutely. I was in a lot of pain and I was very broken. Now, in the process of that relationship, I definitely realized that you can't find happiness outside of yourself. Mm -hmm. and so what you got to do is bring your husband onto a Facebook Watch <laughs> Red Table Talk special edition where you watch the childhood hero of countless across the world get eviscerated live in front of your face. Uh, it's a really sad sequence of events. I think uh, we're all, we're all kind of glad Red Table Talk is is over. Um, maybe we will mine through some greatest hits of the clips and see if we can put together a highlight reel to pay our respects. But she said it could also be back. In this week, we also had Don Lemon and Tucker fired. So maybe Red Table's got an in <laughs> at a couple different of the majors. All right. Well. With the absence of Tucker and Don Lemon, <laughs> the Red Table's really... <laughs> it can fill the void. Yeah. Now, someone we talked a little bit about on this show before has given us an update, and it's a wild one. Guys, remember when we were talking about Drake Bell and how he disappeared yeah. to Mexico? Yeah. Changed his name. Started playing guitar. So it's gotten stranger. Uh, Drake Bell was filmed sucking on a balloon in his car, <laughs> scrolling on Instagram weeks after going missing. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the Nitrous Mafia now. So, so here's the best part, is the Instagram scrolling. That's the best part, is the man is huffing and scrolling at the same time. Here we wow. go. <laughs> this is like honestly, I think this is my favorite video of the year so far for like where we're at. <laughs> you guys remember Drake Bell? Check this out. What do you think Sucking down an ice cold balloon. What's he looking at? He's probably looking at just Instagram thoughts all yeah. over the place. <laughs> so, 
Uh, what are guys? What are your thoughts on that? What would you do if you looked over and saw a fallen from grace celebrity <laughs> uh, huffing down a balloon while going on their Instagram feed? Yeah, I mean, nitrous sucks to me, so I can I I just assume someone's down bad if they're choosing to be huffing balloons as their like getaway from reality choice. There's much better things for that than balloons. It, you look like a clown. It seems like definitely last rope type behavior. You're at the end of a set yeah. of options here. Down bad, pretty pretty bad. I would probably try and keep a physical distance from this person because I don't know what else is at play here. But I do know that mm. all of your give a fucks are completely gone if you are in broad daylight. Huffing. Balloons and just scrolling on Instagram. Yeah. So I mean, it's just as trashy as having like an air duster. Oh, Jay, yeah. speaking of the bottle, look. <laughs> we have exact confirmation of what it was. There is no guessing. <laughs> so evidently this is not his first uh, rodeo doing this. He was also uh, pictured doing this back in December. So there are a few things going on. He was <laughs> contemplating suicide after the trolling attacks amid a child endangerment conviction in 2021 where he was labeled as a pedophile. On top of that, his wife filed for divorce just a couple of days prior, and then he was reported missing in Florida. So um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a sad thing to see because uh, child stars typically get put through the ringer early on in terms of there's a lot of things that happen way too early and other things that happen way too late. And this seems like a definite case of one of those things happening, possibly with some other demons. We don't know. Mm -hmm. But what we do know is the man has balloons in broad daylight multiple times within a few months. Because this photo here that I'm showing you, which, by the way, he kind of looks like Jeremy Renner here, if I'm being honest, from the side. That looks like a side <laughs> profile of Renner. But it's not. Godspeed recovery, Renner. Um, looking forward to renovations, season two. So this picture here is from December. This is the December photo. That, okay. And then we have the, yep, we have that one. Oh, yeah. So he, I, I, he's rocking the same hat. Just right there in the street, huh? Yeah. So there's a lot of people that are down on their luck as of late, and we are going to, we're going to. Sucking on balloons. Sucking on the balloons is no way you want to go, but guys, there's also other ways you don't want to go, and that is update on Bam Margera. Oh. Huh. Bam Margera has surrendered to the cops, finally, after going on the run. And um, to, to catch our listeners up, if you're unaware, I'll break down the full saga for you. Bam has been in a bitter dispute with uh, his ex-wife over custody of their child, Phoenix. He's been cross-country back and forth between Pennsylvania and California, uh, kind of tending to this. He bailed on his rehab in Florida which he now holds that rehab against his family and Johnny Knoxville and Jeff Tremaine. He's incredibly bitter. We automatically we, – we saw him do the Johnny Knoxville uh, – he challenged Knoxville to a fist fight. We saw that. Earlier last year, we saw him passing out with construction workers, partying way too hard in Florida. So he's been on a bit of a rough path, but th this week it went as far as possible, y'all. He Did we go over the restaurant scene? Oh, we're, yeah, we're, yeah, oh yeah. yeah, we went over the restaurant yeah, scene. Yeah. So that was – Three Let weeks ago, three that weeks was the ago, last blow up. Not his mind. Yeah. So that was that was the second to last blow up. He managed to do another one in the East Coast before the thing we're about to get into. Okay. He is on a tear by all <sighs> definitions. Yeah, he's going for it. So the house that he's staying in here in the East Coast is where he sought refuge after the California incident, where he freaked out in the Thai restaurant, saying Phoenix could have his own mind. What he did immediately after that is he got back to a meth house where he was staying with a girlfriend. 
and the girlfriend has a daughter, and evidently there were people having massive orgies in the house with the child there, and Bam put on brass knuckles, supposedly, and threatened to beat a guy to death. Bam says it was just his rings, says there were no brass knuckles, and he said he wanted to, he wanted to beat the guy to death because he didn't think that that was a place for a child to be. Meanwhile, Bam is literally there with his mom doing, I think, probably the same thing. So... From there, he leaves, and so that he gets an assault charge there, but he flees. They don't find him. He catches an assault charge there, goes to the old castle, bam, breaks in. Jess, Jess Marger is living there now. Phil's living there too, and I think April and someone else is living there as well. Bam goes in first thing in the morning, beats on Jess's door, beats the shit out of Jess, wails on his head, like beats him up pretty bad, leaves a, th- a threatening note that he will he will put a bullet in his head and that he will also kill Phil, supposedly. Mm-hmm. Then Jess goes downstairs and Bam is peeing in the sink. So, and, and supposedly having conversations with things that aren't there. That's according to Jess. Peeing in the sink is normal, but... You know, hard nights are hard nights. <laughs> so... Down bad, peeing in the sink. <laughs> so he he just got out of the courthouse, and uh, his his username is Captain Creamstain now. That is now Bam's username. And he said, I just got out of the courthouse with my lawyers. Everything went great, and the false accusations of what my brother says are not true, and he will be sued for defamation as well as being evicted from Castle Bam sooner than later. The reason this happened is because I read his phone saying he wants me back in California so he wants to find a way to 302 me. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is this is what Jess had to say. Jess said, I mean, I can't talk to my light bulbs. I, I'm sorry. I mean, I can talk to my light bulbs. My car can back out of the garage and pick me up at the, in, at the front door. Police should be able to track a phone, right? Apparently, I'm the asshole. And then he said, uh, Bam is really the sweetest guy when he isn't messed up. But since his meth habit, he's unrecognizable, and I don't know what he's capable of. Seeing screaming at a person that wasn't there, hallucinating, it's really scary and heartbreaking. So Bam was trying, or his brother was trying to get police to ping the phone so they could track where Bam was at because on the run with an eight-year-old child in the woods is not a good, it's not a good look there. Look at him there in yesteryear. He was looking good there. Here's our Thai restaurant incident. Uh, And it goes a little further. He actually broke news a, like right before we hit record tonight, this article came out. He says he's done drinking, and there's no meth in his system either, okay? I want you to know that, but we have new video updates, okay? You motherfuckers don't understand the turmoil I've been through. I've never ran for my life through pricker bushes eight miles through a fucking barbed wire fence, eight foot tall times five. I'm a professional at it. I'm very stealth. I knew how to hide. And I knew that if I would have got caught that day, my mom, dad, brother, assholes would have fucking Baker acted me again. I'd be in the mental hospital. But no, I got Donald Trump's fucking impeachment lawyer, rock and roll, to sort me out. Everything's good to go. And the only family I have now is the fucking Dern brothers, the whole Dern family, Naveed the shaman, any Persian, any Armenian, and fucking Danny Way, Yellow Wolf, MGK, mm-hmm. Tokyo Hotel, Billy, Tom, <laughs> and uh, Lamar Odom. I just heard your message. Yes, I do want your help. Lamar Odom is offered to uh, give him rehab. So 
Um, we will see what happens here. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Look at this photo right here. Lamar Odom. <laughs> Lamar Odom is offering a rehab. <laughs> to Ban Margera. <laughs> yeah. It's just fucking, like, what? You know, what's happening? I have no idea. What's going on anymore? <laughs> I have no clue. But look Captain at- Creamstain. <laughs> For the sake of Phoenix and the Wolf, today is the day I will stop drinking. I have been through official turmoil with my family. My dumb brother doesn't understand that it's not called Castle Jess. It's actually called Castle Bam. It's mine. It's such a good angry post to put up. It like, really is. I'm glad we didn't like pre-read that. That was better raw. <laughs> So I love that he can't spell turmoil. Yeah, I kind of like was having an issue reading it, but I knew what he meant. Um, okay, he said, he's and talk- they quoted him with the with the typo. <laughs> um, he praises his current girlfriend Jessica for having his back through the recent drama, saying, "For once, I am not dating a hot dog stuffing strutting floozy." Okay, well, guys, we have um, you know, we have a bad deal here. Uh, with Bam, I don't know what to think of this. It's not a great way to go out, you know. It's it's been it's been a heavy week. With that in mind, we had uh, a lot of heavy news, and we also had a heavy loss. That uh, to bring tonight's episode to a heartwarming close, uh, we do want to pay our respects. R.I.P. Jerry Springer. We're going to talk more in our Patreon episode about our feelings towards him at depth, but we all hear are uh, pretty big Springer fans in terms of the the fights, the drama, <laughs> the action. Uh, it inspired a lot of pop culture we were all into. Um, and I thought maybe it would be good for us to maybe queue up uh, a good fight from Springer for us to go out on tonight. Does that seem like a, a good, respectful way to bring the tone back up? Yeah. So today we start our 25th year of doing this show. (coughs) My gratefulness surpassed only by my surprise. My surprise at its longevity. How in the world did we last so long? Let's be honest, virtually anyone could do what I do, which is to basically say three things. You did what? Come on out. We'll be right back. You practice that and you'll be hosting your own show in no time. Oh, there is one other thing that brings success. Luck. Lots of it and surround yourself with smart, talented people who know a heck of a lot more about television than I do. Look, I've been blessed through these 25 years to have people of enormous talent and drive producing a show of constant challenges which can't be saved day to day by simply booking a big-name celebrity. You see, we don't have any on our show. No, just regular folks of no fame, little if any wealth, and very little influence. Folks just taking a moment, which they rarely if ever get, to let the world know something about what they are thinking or feeling or doing. Admittedly, it's often crazy or outside the norm of accepted behavior, but what I've learned over our quarter century of shows is that deep down, we are all alike. Some of us just dress better or had a better education or better luck in the gene pool of parents. I'll say it again. Deep down, we are all the same. We all want to be happy. We cry when we're hurt. We're angry when we've been mistreated. And to be liked, accepted, and respected, not to mention loved, is the greatest gift of all. Yes, we're all alike. Know this. There's never been a moment in the 25 years of doing this show that I ever thought I was better than the people who appear on our stage. 
I'm not better, only lucky. Got a little choked up there. Yeah. So thanks for the 25 years. We've signed on to do a whole bunch more. And as long as I stay healthy, we will. And on that note, take care of yourself and each other. On that note, guys, can we go out on a Jerry? Can we give him a Jerry? Yeah. Quarter century. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Jerry. Jerry.